Get your official Adam Sank Show merchandise at adamsank.com. T-shirts, tank tops, mugs, masks, just about everything you can think of emblazoned with the Adam Sank Show logo. Go to adamsank.com to order your merch today. Thank you. Warning. The program you're about to hear contains highly offensive and indecent material. This is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... The one, the only, Adam Sank! Hello, darlings. Hello, and welcome to the Adam Sank Show. Oh, I sound like one of my aunts. Um, we are live, everyone. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, September 18th, 2021, here at dnrstudios.com, where the sound is always perfect, my levels are always correct, it never sounds like I'm talking from across the room. Don't forget to download the new DNR Cast app. Leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Email me, moi, at adam at adamsank.com. If you're listening live, hey, call in and talk to us. 804-825-5277. That's 804-TALK-ASS. You can call us anytime, even when we're not on the air, and leave us a voicemail. Like the Facebook page, download the comedy albums, get your official ass merchandise at adamsank.com. I am wearing my Demon Twink tank top today, which is very cute, and which is on sale in the Adam Sank Show store. Go to Instagram and watch my video if you want to see what I look like in it. Please get vaccinated if you haven't already done so, for Christ's sakes. Our guest today is uh, an ass favorite, someone we love very much and who has been on this show countless times. Twinkster comedian Drew Lausch will be here live in studio, not on the phone, not on some crappy internet connection, but live in studio. So I can't wait to talk to him. Um, we're also awaiting the arrival of my co-host, Ryan Frostig, who is running so late today that we are actually live. Here we are on the air. Shows, yes, show started and she's not here yet. But someone who is here right on time is our producer, the queen of fuckery, J.B. Bercy. Welcome, oh J.B. Thank you so much. I hear. We know that J.B. is going to read Ryan for filth. When she finally shows her stinky head. You know what? After finding out that could be too hard on her, probably not today. You do have a weird thing with Ryan. Like, you're like, the first to criticize him. Because I, 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 I treat her like I treat my baby brother. I, so much love. I, I, I but love he's him. older than you. I, I know. I know. So, so now I just have an older brother that I'm just annoying the fuck off all the time. He does give little brother energy. Yeah. And you give big brother energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll start uh, recommended viewing without oh, Ryan. Oh so oh. let's hit the bumper. Take it away, Gail. There it is. I hate this segment. Who gives a fuck what anyone else is watching on TV? This shit sucks. Shade. Well, hello, Gail, and hello, everybody else. Um, this week, I'm going to recommend American Crime Story Impeachment on FX. This is a 10-part uh, miniseries about the... Monica Lewinsky scandal and the ensuing impeachment of Bill Clinton. Now, you may feel as I did, which is that, you know, I already know everything about this. I lived through it. I really lived through it because I was working for Fox News at the time. So you can imagine it's, it's all we did was cover this story day and night for years. Um, but in fact, there's so many things I didn't know 
Um, and it, it, beyond that, the acting is just so spectacular. You have um, Sarah Paulson playing Linda Tripp, and she is unrecognizable. You really, you can't even believe it's Sarah Paulson, and she's just such a compelling character. Um, as is Beanie Feldstein as Monica Lewinsky, and a, a host of other really, really great uh, performers, great actors. So American Crime Story. Um, just one little revelation that I didn't know about, which is that Linda Tripp was Vince Foster's secretary. You guys remember Vince Foster? He was the uh, Clinton lawyer. He was deputy White House counsel who committed suicide in the woods of D.C. And there was all this speculation by the far right that it was uh, that he was actually murdered, that he knew too much, that he had had an affair with Hillary. There were all these crazy rumors. In the end, it was ruled that that it was just a suicide by someone who was very depressed. But the fact that the fact that Linda Tripp was Vince Foster's secretary before any of the Monica Lewinsky shit happened, that's like finding out that Chewbacca took Princess Leia to the senior prom and that like we never knew it before. I just it blew me away. Um, so I'm going to recommend that. I'm also going to do something I've never done before, which is to recommend a podcast that is not a DNR Studios podcast. I apologize in advance to DNR Studios, but I have become addicted. And this is only for those of you who watch any Bravo shows, Real Housewives, Below Deck, Shaws of Sunset, any of the reality shows on Bravo. If you watch, then you need to listen to a podcast called Watch What Crappens. It's these two gay guys, Ronnie Karam and Ben Mandelker. They are hilariously funny. And they recap every episode of pretty much every show on Bravo, but they don't just recap it. They kind of act it out and they do the voices of all the people on the show. And they're so good at it. They're, I think they both must have an improvisation background because they're just so quick and funny. And their imitation of Erica Jane, I'm not even going to attempt it. It's just, it makes me piss my pants. It's so funny. So um, yeah, watch what Crappens podcast. It's available on Apple and everywhere else. And it's free. JB, recommended viewing. Okay, so this is going to be quick because I have to go get Ryan because apparently someone locked the elevator to the floor. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, so my my recommendation just came out yesterday. Um, you know, I'm a big superhero fan, and they remade He-Man, Master of the Universe. It's on that cheap-ass show called Netflix. So, you know, you guys, give it a watch. I, I watched first two episodes. I really enjoy it. do enjoy this remake. I did enjoy the She-Ra remake, so I have high hopes for this. All right, that sounds great. I'll be back. Um, Okay, I'm also getting texted by the second hour guest. There's a lot happening right now. I'm just going to start telling you about the first story because I don't need JB or Ryan here for that. And it's a very strange story out of the Netherlands. A gay professional volleyball player who also is an Olympic champion named Doug Souza, he announced on his social media that he and his boyfriend had experienced a, a, a terrible instance of homophobia at an airport in the Netherlands. Uh, lady, come here. Sorry. Uh, a spokesperson for the Border Patrol, however, is offering a very different version of what happened. So here's, here's what happened first. The 26-year-old uh, Olympian explained that he and his boyfriend, Gabriel, were passing through the Netherlands on their way to Italy when a Border Patrol official um, took issue with the fact that they were a gay couple. He wrote, basically, it was me and my boyfriend. We took a flight from Sao Paulo, Brazil, to Amsterdam. And there we had to go through passport control to go to Rome. Until then, everything was calm. By the time we went to control, the guy was super cool. He asked me what I was going to do in Italy. I explained that I was a volleyball player. 
But when Souza, who is currently the most followed pro volleyball, volleyball player in the world on Instagram, explained that Gabriel was his boyfriend, he claims that the treatment changed. Souza says the, the official called another man over who led the couple into a different area and told them to wait. Quote, they left us there for about five hours without any kind of explanation. After about five or six hours, they called me in a small room to ask what I was do going to do there. They hit the key again. I don't know what that means about who Gabriel was. And I tried to explain that it was my boyfriend and they had a lot of difficulty understanding. We had a document of common law marriage. They absolutely did not want to let Gabriel pass. Oh my God, I'm going to kill myself, you guys. But according to Mike Hoffman, a spokesperson for the Royal Netherlands on matters relating to border control, the treatment Sousa and his boyfriend received was not fueled by homophobia, but instead had to do with a travel ban currently in place between Brazil and the Netherlands. Uh, sometimes it is difficult to determine. That's why we had to do a second line border control in a separate room. On the flight of Mr. Souza, there were multiple passengers that had to go through a second-line border check. Basically, the Netherlands is saying this had nothing to do with homophobia. This was all about COVID and about a travel ban. Um, the official said, obviously, Mr. Souza's sexual orientation had nothing to do with these checks. Our officers are supposed to treat everyone in a respectful manner regardless of their sexual orientation. If Mr. Souza feels he wasn't treated appropriately, we ask him to file a complaint with us. Uh, and Queerty, which reported this, reached out to Souza for additional comment, and he didn't respond, or at least hadn't responded the last time I checked. So this is one of these situations where it's definitely a he said, he said, and if it is true that they were hassled or detained in any way for being gay, then that's awful and I'm glad that he spoke out but I feel like the Netherlands version of the story makes more sense and also the Netherlands not really known for being a homophobic country you know the Scandinavian countries tend to be very very progressive and very gay friendly and if this had happened in like I don't know Pakistan I would have a, an easier time believing that that this was about them being gay but I just don't I don't buy it. I think that he made assumptions, um, but at the same time, perhaps they didn't explain why this was taking so long, why they were being detained. Perhaps they didn't, you know, in 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 the absence of a of a good explanation, they just assumed it was homophobia because, you know, that would be a normal thing to assume. So, whatever the case, it's an unfortunate incident, and I'm glad that they finally were able to move along on their way. And now we get to welcome, after so much disruption that I want to kill myself, Ryan Frostig. It's me. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Adam. I am Tell the deeply, listeners why you were late. Deeply apologize. Uh, 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 sorry. Deep, sincerest apologies. I'm so shaken by all the disruption myself. Um, well, the elevator was locked. I couldn't get up. I was downstairs for like eight minutes. That needs to stop happening, by the way. We need, we, I need a key to the elevator. First of all, yeah, because okay. okay. I we'll was locked out that. too this morning. You were, yeah. Okay, well, Cause just because JB wasn't. I here would yet. say that 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 wasn't even the first um, obstacle that I faced this morning. It's been one of those mornings. I this is probably the latest I've ever been to record the pod. Sincerest apologies to Adam, to JB, to the listeners, to Lady, because she was very uh, concerned when I came in. But I am so happy to be here now with you, 
And um, yeah, fuck my life. Well, thank you for coming. Better late than never. I actually have a voicemail from Gail that I'd like to play for you. Oh, yes. In honor of your 30th birthday, which uh, you celebrated this past week. So hit it, JB. This is for Ryan. Happy, happy birthday, baby. Now, you've turned 30. You have to learn to bathe more often, sweetheart. You're no longer the cute twink that's just a little stinky and men love it. Now you're a man. Now you're just a creepy old smelly guy that nobody wants to be around. I agree. So please shower more often and more men will love you. A lot of twinks will love you probably even more. And have a happy birthday. Bye. Gail. She read you for She read me and it felt so right. It did. Gail, darling, thank you. That was the best birthday wishes I've ever received. And um, I probably won't continue to be so smelly. But Lies, did we'll you see. receive birthday backshots? <laughs> backshots? Gail, I agree completely. And Adam has been say, pushing this agenda on for me for years. years. I have to say, in general, Ryan, um, I don't smell you as often as I used to. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not as, as uh, <laughs> intimate with you over. Like, I'm not in your... Uh, in your you're not living on my sofa anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, also, uh, I truly did not mean to be late, but I also don't have a recommendation, so I'm kind of glad I missed Good. that one. Okay, moving on. All right. Uh, by the way, Ryan had a, had a lovely little birthday celebration. I did. Uh, I joined him briefly in the East Village, and um, I've, I always love your friends. You have really fun. Yeah, thank you. Um, particularly your college friends who are all like actory and... <laughs> So fucking annoying. Thespionic and yeah. very, very extra, but but lovely. And I always like talking to Liz. Yeah. It's the most interesting. She's the most interesting friend you have. Thank you, Adam. It was, it was so nice to celebrate with you. And I do feel uh, fabulous as a 30-something now. Good. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners about uh, what you what did, did over your 30th birthday? Well, I have reached a point now that I'm in my 30s where I'm like, how much should I share uh, on this uh, on this little pod of ours? But mm-hmm. um, then I thought, uh, who fucking cares? I had a birthday gangbang. I took seven lows. See? Back shots. Uh. I called it. Um, uh. And you know what? Um, Lil Nas X has inspired me uh. to um, lean into my power bottom era, and I, that's exactly what I did. And he just released his, his new album, and it's amazing. And you know what? I recommend that. Okay, but back to your gangbang. Yes. Now, this was something, this wasn't incidental or accidental. No, this no. is something you planned. This was something I planned. This is something I, I asked for, something I wanted. Um, my dear partner uh, helped facilitate and uh, helped with the logistics of um, welcoming several men into our home. Bodie, our dog, was at uh, Sunday school while all this was going on. <laughs> so as not to be traumatized. Exactly. Um, he did not need to see his daddy being a big fucking slut. Um, and yeah, like, first of all, I've, I, I, I've never done anything like this before. This was like, I mean, I've been a whore in many places, in mm-hmm. many ways, with many people. However, the idea of it was so exciting and fun and empowering to me. And... You know, the first like hour, I was like, this is great. This is fun. By the end of the second hour, I was like, my ass hurts. Absolutely. I'm, and not even just the ass hurting. <laughs> There's something going on <sighs> with men in the ass. <laughs> um, not only that, but I just was like over it. Like I was just like, okay. like There's something happening with men in the ass. 
Can I tell you, I would last – first of all, I would never arrange such a thing. Even when I watch gangbang porn, I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Like it doesn't look fun to yeah. me. It just looks like torture. Like, and I, I, I get tired of getting fucked by one person after about 10 minutes. Sure. My boyfriend can verify this. But you know what, Adam? You, you may or may not know this about me, but I love attention. I do know that. And there is something about being the only bottom in a sea of tops that's like really exciting. It's like it's like living in the spotlight. And there was this moment I told you in text, I would like turn around just to like see what was going on behind me and there was just like all of these fucking sexy guys and I was like, wow. Look at my life. They're all for me. Look at my choices. Now, while you were getting fucked, did you were there things in your mouth? Um, yeah, there were, I mean, there were some times where I was like sucking dick, getting fucked. But the thing is, I don't know how you feel about this. Typically, even though lube is like wonderful, we need it. We love it. Once it's, once a dick is luby, it's kind of gross. Agree a hundred percent. However, with enough weed and poppers, this is horrible. I can't believe I'm saying all this. Everything is fine. All right. You just kind of let go. Now, well, my last question. Were the guys who were waiting in line, sure. were they playing with each other? Yeah. Was any of that going yeah. on? Yeah. And in fact, and you know, I'll keep the details brief because I don't want to share all of his tea, but many of the guys were trying to fuck my partner Oh, because he just has this – you've He's seen it before. He great has ass. a huge, big bubble a ass. A beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. And um, I kept looking over and at one point – Something was happening, and I was like, babe, this is my moment, okay? This is my this birthday. This is my moment. <laughs> you selfish little cunt. I'm like, get that dick out of your... You are so selfish. No. He's not allowed to get any pleasure? Well, he doesn't typically love it anyway, so, like, the one day he chooses to love it is my, you wow. know, my 30th gangbang. Anyway. This says everything. It was Girl, a one... you needed the help. There were seven people. You said to yourself you was tired in the second hour. Like, that was my whole I know, day. I know. And it's like... actually funny you say that, JB, because at one point I did, like, after it was way too late. Because people did ask. They're like, wait, do you, is this all about you? Do you want, can we also? And I was like, no, it's all about me. But then once I realized I needed backup, I was like, yeah, girl. hey, if anyone else wants to bottom, and everyone was like, where no. are your pussy pole bearers? Like, pussy <laughs> pole they're supposed to help you carry the pussy. Like, if you can't do it, call your friends oh who God. can. That's the funniest girl, thing you've ever said. That is hilarious. That's a new t shirt. <clears throat> I know. I was where are your pussy pole bearers? Not, it, it's not my line. It's from Samoa. Something. No, Samoa. S O M O R E. Comedian. Yes. Wow. Anyway, that that was that. I'm glad. I hope the listeners enjoyed. I'm a whore. I'm a slut. Um, it's great. I, I'm, I'm you fucking whore. You fucking slut. Like, okay, so you. This is so what the you, podcast is. Now. I know the whole episode is just this. So, like, clearly, you was mentally out of it for two hours. How long did it go? I'm, a, I'm I'm losing it now. Can you see what that is? Yes. All right. Enough with Ryan's gangbang. If you have questions, you can email them to adam at adamsank.com, and Ryan will be responding to each of them. Um, okay, we're going to go into another story. This is the most disturbing story of the week. A 20-year-old man from Spain told police that an anti-gay mob had, atta had attacked him and carved a homoslope. Let's try this again. And carved a homophobic slur into his buttocks. But he has now recanted those claims and said that it was consensual. Let me say this again. Uh, please do. 
A 20-year-old man from Spain claimed that a mob of eight people wearing face coverings and yelling homophobic slurs used a knife to cut his lip and carve the word faggot into oh his butt. Oh, my God. This created, as you can imagine, quite a stir in Spain. There was the, the Spanish prime minister, Pedro Sanchez, condemned the attack. And there were LGBTQ protests demanding better protections against levels, increasing levels of violence against queer people. But the man now says the carving was consensual. It happened in the house of another person with whom he was having a sexual relationship. So why, you ask, would someone – first of all, why would someone consent to this? Second of all, why would they make up a story about being attacked by a homophobic mob? Well, it turned out he was cheating on his boyfriend – and when his boyfriend saw the, the carving in, in the ass, he was like, oh, my God, what happened? And he made up a story to, to, to try to get out of the fact that he'd been cheating. And the boyfriend was like, well, we have to go to the police. Dear God. I what mean. the actual fuck? That's more disturbing than the thought of you getting fucked by <laughs> 10 guys. <laughs> but listen. With no backup. Like no bad <laughs> the girl. pussy pole yes like, the pussy pole bears yeah, we know we know okay um this is so disturbing um and I I I can't I can't wrap my mind around it like I've seen porn where the bottom will have the word faggot written on yeah his like in ass. sharpie. Or come dump yeah. or fuck me here a tally yeah or a tally and that's which kind by of, the way. Not to bring it back to me, but at one point someone was like, oh, shouldn't you be tallying these? And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I think it's kind of sexy and, you know, titillating when that happens in porn. But it's done with a marker that mm. washes off, yeah, not, not a fucking a knife. knife. I don't know. I mean, that's pr- not to judge, but that's some dark shit. And if you're going to do it, if you're into it, don't lie to your boyfriend and say that you were attacked by a homophobic mob and then repeat those lies to the police. And here's what's crazy. Even after he recanted the claims, the protests continued. He stirred up so much crap um, because there have been real homophobic attacks in Spain in, in places like Toledo, Melilla, Castellón, and Vitoria. Um, and uh, one guy, a gay guy named Samuel Luis, was beaten to death for being gay in July. So the violence against gay people is real. But you know how I feel when a member of an oppressed minority fakes a hate crime. It makes me insane. Yeah, it's, it's fucking over everyone. 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 Just period. We cannot afford to cry wolf ever. No. Never. Never, ever. <sighs> hmm. Prime Minister Sanchez, after condemning the attack and then finding out it was fake, said it, it still can't prevent us from seeing reality hate crimes against LGBT, LGBT, no, LGTBI is how he said it. People have increased. Meanwhile, here's another stomach turning story. The log cabin Republicans, this is the gay Republican group, has decided that the next recipient of its Spirit of Lincoln Award will be Melania Trump. The award will be presented at the group's annual Spirit of Lincoln Gala, which will be held at the Trump home in Mar-a-Lago on November 6th. Melania will deliver a speech at the event, which should be thrilling. Who doesn't want to hear that dumb bitch speak? Uh, Log Cabin says, during and after her first time in office, First Lady Melania Trump has proven time and again her leadership 
on um, principles, her Be Best initiative focused on those most vulnerable among us children by encouraging them to be their best, drawing attention to young Americans' social and emotional health issues that LGBT Americans of all stripes empathize with. Moreover, in the heat of the presidential election last year, the First Lady passionately reiterated her husband's commitment to LGBT Americans, supported diversity of thought, and made clear that we are welcome members of the Republican Party. I mean, if this isn't the worst kind of gaslighting. My question is, why not Tiffany? Isn't she the gay icon of the log cabin Republicans? I mean, or did she get did she get the I award last year? I don't year? keep up with like who they like and who they don't like. Tiffany's never done shit for us either. No, they're, um, I mean they're both trash. But once again, here's reality. During his time in office, Glad kept a record of Trump's attacks on LGBTQ Americans, and it came to more than 180 by the time he left office and included such actions as attempting to ban trans people from serving in the military. There is absolutely nothing good that Donald Trump nor his stupid wife have done for LGBTQ Americans. And the luck happened to Republicans. I, I, I can't figure out what their game is. It's got to be about money, right? It's mm -hmm. always about money. Mm -hmm. They somehow make money by pretending that people like the Trumps are gay allies when they're in fact the opposite. Um, because it's not just mass gaslighting. There's a, there's a purpose behind it. It's money, it's power, it's access. Yeah. Um, but the, they really are the, the most disgusting. I mean, they're no different to me than the, than the Jews who helped the Nazis. There were, there, were, there were a small handful of Jews during the Holocaust who mm -hmm. collaborated with the Nazis. And that's the log cabin Republicans, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And they can suck my ass. And I say to them... No. Shut up, cunt! Adam, they can't even—they can't even do that. That would be too much of an honor. Suck my ass. To suck now that ass. really would be an honor. Now, maybe they can <laughs> suck your something else. I don't toast. really want them to suck anything. I've seen those log cabin Republicans, and they're not pretty. Mm. Um, can you let Drew at the door? Yep. Meanwhile, in Kansas, an anti-gay lawmaker has been forced to apologize after kicking a student in the balls. I think we covered this story when it first happened. There's this um, Kansas state representative whose name is Mark Samsel. He, in addition to being a, 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 an assemblyman in Kansas, is a, was a substitute teacher. And this video that was recorded by students in the classroom during this meltdown that he had, where he was talking about God and Christianity and gays and... I'll tell you more about this in a second, but just listen to this video and keep in mind that this is an anti-gay person. Listen to his voice. About ready to anger me and get the wrath of God. Do you believe me when I tell you that God has been speaking to me? I could put the wrath of God on you right now because that's what he's telling you to do. You should run and scream. Because the devil's getting the hell out of my classroom. And you're going to hurt worse than childbirth, which is another part of life. Plus, you have permission to kick him in the balls. So who put together the Bible? Multiple stories from different people. It wasn't even just one editor. It was multiple different editors tried to combine all the stories while there were distractions from the devil. 
Now, <laughs> when you listen to that man's voice, Beverly Leslie. I mean, that is a homosexual. Yes. I know we're not supposed to say that people sound gay or don't sound gay. He's gay. That was a disturbing clip, by it's the way. So, it's more nightmares. disturbing when you watch it because what he's doing, and you can't tell because sometimes he's clearly doing this in fun, quote unquote, and sometimes he's actually serious, but he's chasing these students around the classroom and only the men, the, the, the boys, he's hugging them from behind and like grabbing them really tightly and squeezing them and like just touching them so inappropriately. Not that there's an appropriate way for a student, for a teacher to touch a student. Um, and he did ultimately kick one of them in the balls. Last month, he announced in a since deleted Facebook post that he had surrendered his substitute teacher's license due to, due to the quote, extreme stress, pre pressure, and agitation brought on by an isolated episode of mania with psychotic features. Meanwhile, so he got uh, 12 months probation after pleading guilty to disorderly conduct. Meanwhile, he's still serving in the Kansas House of Representatives. This is someone who kept his seat. This is the level we've, we've sunk to in this country, that Republicans are, Republican voters are perfectly happy for one of their elected representatives to act like this, to literally physically assault children and act like a fucking maniac in the classroom. And 12 months probation is not enough time. He no. should be in fucking prison. If it, that were my nephew, I would, I would make sure that he went to prison for that. Ryan, you say what? I mean, we've just, we've seen this uh, over and over again. I don't know. It's just... Not to this level. This is pretty fucking extreme. Yeah, but... Uh... I, I have nothing. I have nothing more to add. Uh, I do. Couple things. One, <laughs> um, just saying, if he was openly gay man doing this, they will be all hell fire. Yes. For what he, what he's touching these little boys. Yes. That's number one. Number two, he's a inside homosexual because the way he's grabbing, it's gross. The whole thing is gross. This man is gross. Candace, I'm looking at you. You're a disappointment right now. Get your shit together. Candace. Candace Owens. No, no I said Candace. Oh, oh Kansas. Kansas. I thought you said Kansas too. Yes. No, I mean She's Kansas. a disappointment too though. But yeah, yeah her too. Like y'all didn't get your shit together. These pedophiles are just walking around freely touching little boys and girls and you're just allowing this shit. This is on you. Get your shit together. Fuckery. This is fuckery. And even if he weren't, let's say he weren't he hadn't gotten physical with them, which he did, just being a substitute teacher and talking about God and Satan and abortion it's and homosexual that is not Acceptable. That is not what happens in a public school. No. I remember when I had some two teachers, we gave no fucks. We lose a free period. I know. Chilling, <laughs> doing nothing, doing what we want. So we always gave like, ourselves we such a hard time, yeah. too. Oh we were, God. like, so mean to like, them. Who's listening to this man and Jesus Christ? Well, they weren't. That's the thing. They were all, like, laughing at him and running around the classroom. And there have been paper balls and airplanes thrown at him. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. These kids are too soft. They're too soft. One person said he sounded like Mr. Hand from um, oh my God. South Park. Yeah, so true. Uh, last story before our guest, and uh, Ryan, you can uh, enlighten us on this. Mm. Uh, former Drag Race contestant Jade Jolie has apologized for making a Nazi-themed gay porn video when, uh, mm -hmm. when they were younger. Uh, this was a season five queen who was known to have done porn, and no one really cared about that. 
Um, but then these uh, images surfaced. I mean, they're actually wear they're they're not wearing like swastikas, but they're in like military uniform and they're um, holding up. Um, what do you call that? The the Hitler salute. Yeah. What do you call the that? High Hitler. I don't know. There's a word for it where you put your hand up in an angle. Anyway, um, she had been asked about this in 2013 and kind of dismissed it. She said, right. you know, as far as that goes, I'm never going to regret anything I had to do. I had to make life decisions when I was young to get to where I am now. So I support everyone. You can come from somewhere like that and be where I am now. So you just don't ever give up on yourself and don't let anyone get you down. But now that the now that it's out that it was like a Nazi-themed video, uh, she put out this statement on Instagram. And this is one of the worst apologies I've ever seen. I am so thankful for all the love and support I've received today. I'm also thankful for the comments I received holding me accountable for my previous actions. When I was in my younger youth, I was down on my luck financially and did adult work to survive. During one of the shoots I was involved in, I was asked to portray a Nazi soldier in a scene. Against my better judgment and with an abusive partner pushing me to say yes, they always say that. Mm. I chose to participate and I've felt shame and regret for that decision every day. My shame has also prevented me from speaking about my decision and making this apology. I realize now that avoiding this is only more damaging to the Jewish community and the people who have been hurt by this. I take full accountability of my choices. Understand that what I did was wrong regardless of the circumstances. I do not support anti-Semitism, racism, or bigotry in any way. I apologize sincerely to anyone I have hurt. I have hope moving forward. I can show you that I'm not someone who is above taking accountability for the things I may be ashamed of. Ryan, you say what? So there's a there's a piece to this story that's missing here, which is that this the first part of her apology, thanking everyone for the love, um, that is because she was recently announced to be a contestant on season four of Dragula. Yes. Are, have you seen that show? I have not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really into it, but it's, it's... It's like hard drag. Yeah. And that was a story in itself just because J. Jolie is a former RuPaul's Drag Race contestant and she's the first drag... Crossover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So because it it's interesting that, you know, you, you mentioned that, she, that it came up in 2013 because that's when she was on season five. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I mean, we can look back now and say that 2013 was like... A completely different world I think in at that time she was able to sort of like wave it away and say like oh yeah you know I had to do this and um, whatever but in 2021 you can't just like wave those kind of things away and so even though she had sort of already addressed it like the apology I don't know I, I think I think it should have been a little bit um, it, it felt like it lacked it lacked some like substance. I will say, as a Jewish person, I'm not terribly offended by things that happen in porn. Right. Porn is very often politically incorrect and taboo. And there are all kinds of things that I've jerked off to in porn that uh, would not pass the, the, the smell test as far as like being woke or being. Sure. Um, you know, being acceptable in public discourse. It's often the opposite, and that's what makes it hot, is that it's so wrong. Right. So this isn't the same as, like, finding out that Jay Jolie had been part of, like, an actual neo-Nazi organization course, or was part of the Proud Boys. Yeah. Or... Porn is fantasy. Um, that said, I think that, uh, you know, to start out your apology by saying, I want to thank everyone for the love and support I've received today is, like, it's not really about you, bitch. 
Well, but that's the thing. It's like it, because it came out on the day that she was announced. I think she was trying to like start with the positive and then follow it up. But I think it should have just been like a completely separate thought rather than like exactly you know sort of lumping it into to the whole. But anyway, it happened. There are bigger issues happening in the world. And there's a bigger deal sitting in front of us because our guest today is an ass favorite, our permanent last-minute fill-in guest replacement. But today he's here just because we wanted him to be. He's not replacing anyone. He and his comedy partner, Zach Teague, are back with their Party House comedy show, which takes place September 24th at Bell House in Brooklyn. They are also out with a new song and music video entitled Gay Demons. Take a listen. My name is Zach. My name is Drew. Blue body, blue body, blue body, blue. DJ, put it in our ass. Don't own a cardigan? Buy one. Don't know what a cardigan is? We're about to explain. Cardigans, 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 cardigans. Say it again, Zach. Okay, cardigans. Oh, we wear cardigans to the beach. I've never been sad in my life. Because you're in a cardigan? Hell yeah, that's fucking right. Cardi B, Cardi A, cardigans. And joining us in the studio is everyone's favorite twinkster comedian, Drew Lausch. Thank you. Hey, Drew. Hi. Uh, not wearing a cardigan. No. No, it's funny. I actually Missed don't even wear cardigans that much. But we yeah. like thought, I don't even know how, we were writing a song and we came up with the lyrics, Cardi B, Cardi A, Cardigan. And Brilliant. it just stuck. And we were Brilliant. like, we have to write an entire song dedicated to cardigans, but like not even like really. Like the music video is just like us being like dumpster whores, but it's like... You know what I mean? Like we're literally like yeah. in glitter naked, like Great. running around. It's but a it's very, yeah, it's about. It's a very sexy video. I had no idea Zach had a body like that. Yeah, is that fairly new, or is he always? The- no, no. I mean, no, he's always been it's very always been in great shape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell him he said yes, so. Yes, <laughs> I was quite titillated. I was kind of jerking off to the video. Okay, uh, cheers. Kind of, yeah, no. It's a great video. It actually, the song changes many times. It's kind of like a uh, a suite. Well, Ooh. yeah. So we well, so we kind of combined two of our songs that we do live. So when we he and I perform together, we like. I mean, obviously have some jokes together, but we do um, like t- tap dance comedy. So we like write songs together and then we like tap dance to yeah, them. Yeah, they tap. In this oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. So we combined like one of our songs, Clean Comedy, which was like a vaudeville inspired tapping song about us like trying to do clean comedy and failing. And then our first like pop hit, which was like Cardigans. And then so we just kind of mushed them together just so that we could have like a little bit of both in the video. The well, Cardigan Suite. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch this yeah. video on YouTube if you just type in gay demons with a Z. Yes. Um, and it was kind of like high budget looking. Like you guys spent some cash on this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, we really wanted it to look expensive <laughs> because that's just Isn't like. that always the goal? It's true. Yeah. Like that's how, yeah, even, you know, how we want to look like in the day to day. But um, we actually. <laughs> actually had to, don't I look expensive you're like when was the last time you showered I'm like don't worry about it um but um uh, yeah we I mean we we did spend some money we like fundraised a little bit but we had a group of people that were friends and etc and like 
my roommate, who's like this amazing hairstylist and makeup artist, like kind of, you know, everybody sort of chipped in. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Shows. So, yeah. I was impressed. Uh, before you got here, Ryan was telling us about his birthday gangbang. <laughs> Casual, oh my god, fun. Yeah, you know, Ryan thought, just turned 30. Oh, just congrats. Turned 30. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel lovely. Sore. Yeah. Wonderful. A little, a little sore still, no. Oh my god. No, it was really fun. I'm not going to fully... We the, the listeners have heard the whole story. Love. But, but How many people? Sorry, I'm just catching so up. So 10 people ten. all together, but Copy. only seven loads. You oh do that. Wowie, good for you. So you're, what I was gonna, you're a true American. I was going to ask true Drew uh, if you had any gangbangs this summer or anything comparable to that. Okay, so I don't, I can't believe I'm going to sound like such a prude, but the only, like, I was invited to a birthday gangbang once and I just didn't go. I was like super busy. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, but I was just like, um, like, I just can't, like, I just couldn't go. And I was kind of like, uh, and not that it's not, not my thing, but like I, the, the biggest group I've ever been in is three, is three people. Me being one of them, which is like I, I sound like yeah. such a prude. You're no. like I'm bored. I'm like I know. No, but so let me sorry. ask you this. So so because if I think about group as far as like in a bed, mm-hmm. like what's the most I've ever been with? Sure, it's probably four. Right. But when I but that but I've also been in rooms where everyone was having sex with everyone else, like a sex party. Does right. that count as more than four? Like where where do you draw the line between? I guess group well, sex and. Sure. Sex party sex. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'm not sure. I mean, I've been to a bathhouse before. Right. Which exactly. I feel like that would be, but I only, but I didn't yeah, fuck. fuck I only everybody. fucked one person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one at a time, but that was like a group. Right. I mean, I guess I don't, I'm like really not even experienced. I don't know what I would say. Do you have any desire for a gangbang? I don't think so. Like mm-hmm. right now. But like, I love like, but if it's for you, I love that. Like sure. the thought of me, <laughs> seriously, like, no, no, you no. know, but like at the thought of me being like, oh, I'm going to have a birthday gangbang. It would be like someone having to show up with like Lexapro because I'd have like a panic attack. I'd be like, I'd, uh, there's too, too much going on. You know right, what I mean? Right. For me. Yeah. Can I just add that part of this is that I feel like there is so much bottom shaming in the world. Totally. And I was someone bottom. that felt very shameful about about bottoming for so mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. And as I've... Um, Take, I, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just... Lil Nas X has really inspired me to embrace my inner power bottom. And I just felt like... like Ass open to the wind, stick it in. Here I am. Very that. And um, yeah, I just felt like that was sort of... I, I really... in. It wasn't something I'd ever done before. It wasn't something that I ever thought I would do, but it felt so empowering to do so. I love that. And I completely agree with the little Nas thing. Like I, especially he, I mean, he's just like, I'm a power bottom and this is what's up. And I completely agree. I think even like when we, like I first started having sex, I was so like, uh, like, you know, there's such a weird, like masculinity complex. There's, there is a shame complex. It's like, Oh my God. And then it's like, no, it's like fine to love getting railed. It's like such a gift. Like what? And it's great. The other way too. Like, it's just like, why not? I don't think I have any shame about it. I'm a proud verse bottom. Mm -hmm. I love to get fucked. Uh, but for me, it's just a physical limitation. Thing. Sure. I can only, I'm not a great bottom. I'm certainly no power bottom. And mm-hmm. so even with one guy, it, there comes a point r- relatively early on in the sex where I'm like, that's all I can take. So the idea, right. like Ryan went for two hours. <laughs> I, I would be, I'd have the to Simone be a, Biles of power bottoming. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Olympic ready girly. <laughs> I'd have to be unconscious. You'd have to give me propofol first. Well, but that's yeah. the thing. I, I mean, it wake me up when it's done. I was like stoned and like poppers. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, you use poppers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, but come on. All right, right Drew. So, so what did happen this summer since you didn't get gangbanged? What did, uh, how'd you spend your summer? Also, when did we last see, like, 
I can't remember the last time he was our first in studio yeah. guest after COVID. Oh, Back, wow. yeah, because it wasn't the old studio. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So that's that must remember have been I had last to ask summer. permission for him to be in studio yeah. because we were still behind plastic then. So right. it was, it's been like a year then, or have oh you God. have you been Has on the show since then? Uh, was that a year ago? I, I think that may have been Holy a year ago. Fuck. Yes, yeah, because that's we were because really we were back wow, in studio July fourth. So and I think you were here in like August. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a year. Wowie. So, so tell us what you've been year. doing. Yeah, let's hear what everything. What a year. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, like, well, sexually, I guess. I mean, you know, I've been kind of casually dating. I was sort of seeing a law student for a while. Mm. Um, yeah, the sex wasn't, I don't know, it was so weird. You know, when you meet someone and you're like, you are like so ideal physically and like, I, like I'm really attracted to you, like the look of you, but then like, but then your sexual chemistry is just like not yeah, super really. it like and I was so sh and I kept on like it's when you're like no we just got to keep at it and like we can like get to know each other and it was just like kind of a mess um and I actually like there was like one time where he he was over and my roommate and I have a very much like brotherly relationship we tease each other a lot and mm. he like came and the sound he made was just like so loud and so embarrassing I was like I literally do the sound um yeah yeah I mean like I mean it was just like a, a like a porny like he learned from porn like it was just like oh like it was just so loud and i literally and i was like like when he did i was like i lost my arrest like i was just like i don't want to come like i literally was like shh, shh like don't why are you making yeah. that sound now, was it was it a turn off because you it felt performative to you or was it a turn off just because it was a terrible sound? The unfortunate thing is, is that I I don't even think it was performative, which is even mm. worse, mm. I think, because I can't even be like, bro, like that's not. It's like, well, I, and also I know what I'm dealing. It's like you're, I, you, I can't believe you're in that much ecstasy with fucking me. Like I'm not like giving it like the big show here. So yeah, and I literally thought my roommate was gonna hear, and I was just like, I couldn't even think about the See, sex. I, I come very loudly, and it's not that performative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what don't I do loudly? And I, I don't know. It, I kind of enjoy not having that inhibition. And my boyfriend's the same. Like we're both fucking yeah. loud when we come. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, you literally have a boyfriend now. Like, hello. I know no. it's crazy. Oh my He's god! So I love. I need to meet him. He's um, lovely. Yeah, I don't. Lovely. I love Hi, Patrick. That. What's his name? Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Oh, Patrick. Hey, it's me, Drew. Hey. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I fucked the law student. That was fine. I was kind of seeing a DJ. That was like fine. Can I add something to your laws? Yeah. You were describing someone like you know physically attractive. Like you. Sure. But the thing is, is that. That's we we know that that doesn't mean anything when it comes to chemistry. No, and I would say to anyone like, even though you have to be attracted to someone to like have sex with them, if someone is just like okay looking, but you like feel the vibes, go that Agreed. direction. It's going to be the best sex Chemi of your life. Chemi yeah. Chemistry is indefinable. Mm -hmm. You just know it when you feel it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. If they are your type, yeah, or if they, exactly. yeah. you know, have this, this, and this, it's not about that. It's, no. There is a feeling you get, and when it's right, it's right, and you yeah. just know it. And when it's not there, you, there's not nothing there. you can do. No, yeah. Well, so that's a sad story. Yeah, I guess. Well, I know, but this is kind of funny. I mean, he kind of, so he was going to law school, and, like, we were sort of seeing each other. 
Um, but he was also the type that like after we like fucked once and then he kind of started showing up to a bunch of my comedy shows and like would like come up to me and like kiss me after. Oh, and I was boy. like, I, like <laughs> I, I'm, we're just not there yet. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like it was like, I don't know uh, when we became fucking boyfriends, but like, I, like it's lovely that you're here, but, but he like moved to San Diego and I didn't even realize he kind of gave me like, I mean, we probably went on three dates, fucked a few times, whatever. Sure. It wasn't intense, but he was like, yeah, like I think I'm going to move to like San Diego unless, you know, something keeps me here. And I was like, well, oh, baby, girl it's not gonna be me like i don't like that's not gonna happen so yeah that's isn't that a fun story for the listeners (laughs) the dick wasn't even good he the girl send send him away but you know i would probably have kept him if he was a good lawyer because you know me okay and my mom was like you need to start taking your life seriously so i was like okay marrying a lawyer would probably do me well you know what i mean like it's just kind of you know like i was advising you yeah like every time white lady kind of yeah yeah every time i tell her like oh like i went on a date with a doctor or like a lawyer, like what? Like if it's an impressive job, she's always like, "Oh, I'm so like happy that you're like taking your life seriously." Like you know, and I'm like, "Uh huh." Like, like thanks, she's, mom. Like, like she's uh, given up on on you having a a serious right, profession. Now yeah. it's all about like your husband. But if you're like, if you're like mom, I'm, I'm going on a date with like a, a sculptor. She's like fucking bag well no i mean well probably in her mind no i mean and she's obviously supportive i mean she had the same reaction to me being in like callbacks for real world she was like yes you can which is like drinking and fucking for money you know which is like kind of what i do for free now so Wait, i mean it's we, all a mess did we know this yeah i don't think i knew this which season that's amazing. Oh, a while ago um well i guess it was maybe like two years ago okay it was one of the new ones it was going to be on like facebook watch but yeah i was i got really close but they i also uh tried to be on the real world when i was 23 mm-hmm. and living oh in atlanta God. they we're doing a, a like an open call for Real World London, oh, which turned out to be one of the worst seasons that nobody oh, even watched. Yeah, but at the time, my sister Laura and her husband were living in London. And so I had this whole storyline that I had created for myself, which was kind of based on reality. And I was like, um, I'm not that close with my sister at the moment. She's had some issues with my coming out. Mm. And now she's in London. And this would be an opportunity for us to like work on our relationship. And I was sure they would buy it. And oh they were like, we don't give a shit. Could you imagine if you had been cast? I know. Because then you would, then you would probably be on the fucking challenge. Oh, uh, yeah. Although I, like I'm not dream. athletic enough to be yeah. on the challenge. I love the challenge. Um, so does I was going to ask you guys about the world ending. Mm. All right, so let me ask this quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a great transition. Yeah. This is something Patrick and I talk about all the time is that we actually we think the world is actually ending. Sure. Like between confirmed between climate change <laughs> yeah, and the rise of misinformation and fascism yeah. and the never-ending COVID uh pandemic. And as people in our, you know, he's 45, I'm 50, we're kind of like, well, you know, we had it great for a while. Yep. Yeah. And probably things will hold together somewhat until we die. Yeah. But I'm wondering what it is to be your age or Ryan's or JB's age and know that like you're going to have a really fucking shitty 50 years ahead of you if 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 it even lasts that long. Right. <laughs> I like, mean, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, just well, you I'm, I'm like, also, I've been, st- I was late today. The oh, yeah. elevator was logged, was whole drama, and I have not, my bagel is just sitting oh, here shit. in front of me. And like, oh, to girly, think about all, well, no, I, now I'm like, I'm just all waiting. Right, so you think about your bagel, Drew. You, yeah, Ryan, I can't even wrap my me. mind around well, the So the I actually, so I was talking with my sister the other day, and so she just got married, and it was kind of, and they didn't want to. Her, my, uh, what is it? My brother in law is from Australia, so it was kind of like a green card visa thing or whatever so they just kind of did it and i was kind of like we were just chatting we talk a lot and i was like do you guys like want kids and they're like about you know they're are or my age like 20 or yeah 30 29 whatever um and 
And she was like, and she paused and she was like, you know, I'm not like opposed, but she was like, but I don't really think it's like smart to bring anybody else into the world right now. Yeah. Like just kind of in general. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is kind of ending. And on top of that, I'm kind of like, like not, I I mean, it's well, two things. One, I'm like, it's pretty, I think the, the human race as a whole is pretty arrogant to think that we like should last forever because Mm -hmm. we're not any different than literally your dog i mean we have like a mind and that's kind of what fucks it all up but it's like we're not we're like a meteor- dinosaur exactly like and we're and the t- like the t-rexes thought that they were going to be fucking munching around all over the place and then they just went away you know what i mean so it's not like like we're not literally any different right. so it's we're not I, promised any future no but then on the flip side and i actually saw this tiktok of this like old man dancing recently and it was kind of sweet and it was like if we like i'm i'm contented by the fact that like if the world ends it ends like we literally it's out of our control so what the fuck are we supposed to do but then on the flip side i'm like but if we consistently think like that it's definitely going to happen so like why not do our best to like to push out a little bit of hope and like do the things that we think we're supposed to do to try to make it last as possible i guess totally yeah i also feel like i mean i have a lot of fear about death and i know a lot you know mm-hmm. it's very normal but i think if i because if we get to a place where like the earth is literally like on fire mm-hmm. yeah it might be a little bit easier for me to come to terms with the fact that like i won't have to live through like the, the worst part of it like yeah in other words it's it's uh it's easier to contemplate your own death if everyone else is dying with you <laughs> yeah, I, I do get that yeah. i feel that way too i just i really do feel bad for anyone younger than me um, well, young, I and would, I have jealousy for people older than me. Like my parents, mm-hmm. I feel like lived in the United States at the best possible time to live in the United yes. States. They came from nothing. Yeah. They achieved uh, affluence over yeah. the course of their lives. Things were relatively. I mean, you know, they lived through World War II, of course, but they weren't involved in it. Right? They didn't. My didn't. My dad didn't have to fight. They were here in this country where they were safe as Jews. Like they kind of just were very blessed and now they're at the end of their lives and they can look back and be like, oh, this was a happy life. Right. I don't know yeah, what's going to happen. But yeah. I think you can also look at like, I, like I hear that, but I think also right now it's probably, I mean, I'm, I'm much, I would much prefer to be a, a gay man right now yeah. than I would back. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I think sociopolitically, I think with, you know, a bunch of myriad of issues, I think it would be better to be, like right, like living right now. That you know what I mean. And like uh, I'm mindful of the fact that what I just said is true for white people who right. lived in yeah. this century, mm-hmm. in exactly. the past century. Yeah. You know, people of color had very different experience. Right. Um, okay. On that note, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. Ask me no questions. <laughs> just a little <laughs> existential dread no from the end of the world <laughs> to this ridiculous I know. bullshit. Yeah, literally. Okay, Drew, pick one <laughs> to fuck you. Okay. Bear, Twink, Boy Next Door, Leather Daddy. Frat guy. Um, I don't know. I guess like uh, I don't know. Boy next door. That sounds oh, nice. interesting. Yeah, like a nerd who lives next door. Okay. Like who's like of age boy? That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, you guys had like the pedophile talk earlier. Yeah. Like like man next door, my neighbor. That seems yeah. hot. Yeah. Have you ever successfully seduced a straight guy? Um, he wasn't straight. Mm-hmm. But so no. yeah, no, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Like I don't. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, sixteen. And he was uh, sixteen. Okay. 
Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, <sighs> slow walkers sucks. Um, narcissists. Those are good ones. Yeah. Uh, what's the sexiest part of a man's body? Mm. Like, I would say like shoulders mm. or like, like, right, like the, like the hip. Cum like, gutters? The cum gutters. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If I they have really them. hot. Sure. But just like that kind of area. I think it's because it's like yeah. not norm, like not the norm. It's like, oh, it's kind of like hot to be down there. Yeah. I've gotten kind of into armpits lately. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I think a, a, an armpit on a sexy man is really, it's almost like the, it's like their essence is right mm. there. Do you like like musk? Like, do you like, I like someone smells I like a little? I like some people's musk. Sure. I like yeah. my boyfriend's musk. I right. Musk. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Ryan's That's musk. hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's a movie you'll watch over and over again? Um, like anytime it's on, you're not going to turn it off. Totally. Um, I would say, I mean, I'm actually kind of, I'm such, I'm so quirky. I'm a nerd. I would say like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. And actually this new rom-com that Peter Page directed and wrote. Who for, he's I from, love Peter Page. He's too. been on this show twice. Oh. I'm obsessed. I literally DM'd him and I was like, you wrote like the best, um, like gay romantic comedy ever. Oh. It's called, um, oh my God, the thing about, um, it's called, I think the thing about Jamie Yeah. or the thing about about or maybe it's Everybody's not Jamie. About Jamie. No, no, no. Oh. I just I'm getting. It's like the thing about oh, and then it's a name, but it's okay. literally on freeform, and it's literally like I think every gay youth needs to watch it wow. because it's like it was just so beautiful, and I was like, oh, this the, is like the he, he was on the show to talk about this. It's yes, called the thing about Harry. The thing oh. about Harry, not Jamie. Yes, yes. excuse me. The that thing about, was good. It was I adorable. Loved it, was it. and like <laughs> I just saw it, but it's literally like I have been throwing it on like as I go to sleep at night because it's so I just love it. I'm like every gay youth needs to watch it. It's so beautiful and like a romantic that. comedy with queer people and it's yeah. like not like i don't know it's just good i just yeah, not like, bad yeah we were talking about uh, taboo porn earlier mm -hmm. uh, what is your favorite kind of porn like your favorite genre what will you what are your search terms mm, i don't know i'm basic as fuck i've recently been jerking off to the like the mormon one the oh yeah mormon, mormon boys. boys yeah but that's i don't know if that's like my normal search but that's yeah. kind of been like Something i don't know new. i worked in utah for two summers so i've always wanted to like fuck up i don't even know like a, so you're identifying with the seducers not the boys uh, no, I feel like I'm identifying with the boys more, I guess. Like, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to be fucked by a, like a, also not like a priest, but like, but like a hot, I know I'm sure. like going back, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, and finally, you. what's the strangest dick you've ever encountered? Describe mm -hmm. it. Um, actually, there was a guy who I fucked, um, actually like in between or like when I got back from pandemic moment and he i mean we've seen this before but it literally was like a hook like it literally <laughs> pointing like, up like up to the side like i literally like couldn't tell if it was like hard like i was just like oh my god and he kind of even made like a point he was like i know my dick's a little and i was like yeah it's like going like where's it going girly <laughs> and like even like when like even him trying to like put it in me i was like i don't like how, uh, right. do i need to like like <laughs> like yeah, it's like like, 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 right, like that's left. what i mean i was like how do it's i like, like i'm, I'm picturing like one of those curly like pastries like a cruller yes oh it god. was literally yeah it was how like can people follow you online drew Ausch? um at real drew 
Drew Lausch on Instagram, at Drew Lausch on TikTok, at Drew Lausch on Twitter, and Facebook is dead. L-A-U-S-C-H. This has been a wild fucking episode. Yeah. This is one I think we're going to be hearing about. I'm thrilled. Thank you, Drew Lausch, as always. Thank you, Ryan and JB. You can follow Ryan at Ryan Frosting on Instagram, and you're on TikTok, right, Ryan? No. Oh. JB, you can follow on Insta at StockingAnarchy12. Thank you all so much for listening. Tune in to next week to hear another brand new ask with our special guest, American Idol contestant Tom McGovern, a.k.a. King of the Jingles. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. Bye.